washed my hands with acid. I mean, I popped so many pills when I got home. Like, okay, vitamin C, echinacea. What else can I take? Airborne, nasal rinse. <sighs> Stay at home if you're sick. Maybe sweet baby Jesus can provide me some uncut gems. Dude, mm, read the room. No. Whenever you say leading man Ted Raimi, you're in trouble. But it was less hacking, so I'm like, ah, I win. Wow, oof, can't wait to bathe in those juices. <sighs> this should be fun. Not. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... It's weird to think that I'm actually kind of excited about the potential to... I, I like animals. I, I'm... It's been so many years since we've had one, but I'm allergic. And now that, you know, my wife is like, the fact that she's actually very much, I mean, what do you think about a cat? Um, and uh, like, shit, if there is such a thing as a hypoallergenic cat that uh, it's fun to be around and I, that I don't have a reaction to, then I'm, I'm okay with that. My dog, my, my dogs hate kids. <laughs> my kids, <laughs> my kids literally hate dogs. Uh, Why? So that's, They've just had nothing but bad experiences with dogs. Uh, our neighbor has a German Shepherd. When we lived in Florida, our other neighbor had a German Shepherd. Hey, big ass and, dogs. Yeah, Neither. big, just intimidating looking dogs. And they just, I don't know, they just, neither, they don't even like to say the word dog. They they spell it out. D-O-G. Wow. D-O-Gs. We don't like the D-O-Gs. Um, uh, well, bring them to my house with my little tiny rat dogs, though. Yeah, you've got to- a big Oh, no, I'd, I'd throw that heifer out in the yard. <laughs> um, but they don't, I mean, it's just weird. They don't like to touch dogs. They, uh, But cats, on the other hand, they freaking adore cats. I remember one time Lucas came home from school crying. This is when he went to the other school. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, they did a vote on the school bus. How many, how many of us like dogs? And it's like, all the boys raised their hands. And then how many people like cats? And I was the only boy that raised... Raised my hand and all the kids started laughing at me. I'm like, oh, great, great. <laughs> oh. Yes, I, I, yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, but. I know what you uh, mean. It sounds like that other school is just assholes. They were, yes, they were. Uh, but th- supposedly this cat is, it, it, weird as this may seem, is very dog-like in nature. Uh, to where it's it acts kind of like a small dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you mean. Like, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna. All, I mean, all it's gonna take is I'm gonna rub this cat fur all over my face, and <laughs> and I mean that's what I literally I'm gonna like. If I have an allergic reaction, it's this this ship has sailed. But if not, then there's a good chance we'll get a cat. I I mean the, I would love to see the boys have an animal. They yeah, you need to have an animal. Yeah. I agree. And fish don't count. They die and I mean, dad flushed them down the toilet. That's <laughs> so. I mean, gerbils, hamsters, anything like we, that. You know, actually, we would possibly go to that route if the cat thing falls through. I bet that we would look into, yeah, a gerbil or a hamster or something like that. Just yeah. to, I can just tell they're at the age now that we're like, you know, the stuffed animals are fine, but, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep, I know what you mean. 
Uh, so we are a uh, we're a doghouse. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> and uh, Addie was like, "Oh, uh, Grandma's cat's having kittens. Can we get one?" And I was, hmm, "No. How fast do you want to see Demi kill it? Because that's yeah. what will happen. It will be like I'm playing with it. This dead, lifeless kitten just <laughs> flying across the room." Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Actually, our one neighbor has a hypoallergenic dog, and it's it's actually a really nice dog. Now. They're good at, you can just tell that this dog obeys the guy and it's a good dog, but it's, what kind of dog is yours? Which one? All three of mine are supposed, well, I don't know what Roger is. We think he's an Australian shepherd crossed with, I think, a corgi, which should be generally hypoallergenic, I think. I don't know about the Australian thing, but my wife hasn't had any reaction. We just took a wing on that one. Like, well, let's just give it a shot and see what happens. And she's been okay. Uh, but what about Demi, the big, the big hoss? It's a, a Labradoodle, and those are hypoallergenic. That's what they've got. Yeah. Uh, now their color is, I think, like a grayish color. Mm-hmm. But that dog wa- toes the line. Like that dog does not do shit. Well, it, <laughs> so it's, I, it's a puppy. If it yeah, were li- they, once it's a little bit older, she'll do good. She does better every single day, and yeah. and mostly because everybody else hates her. So I'm. It's up to me to. Now yeah. you're my dog, and this is how I train dogs, and you will toe the line, or I will pick your 80-pound ass up and carry you across the room and throw you down and sit on you, and she does not like that. I mean, she yeah. she learns. I mean, she still yeah. does some dumb stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but that that's the type of dog that they have over there, and it's, I bet it's five or six years old at least, and that, I would be happy with a dog like that. It's inside, and I mean, it... It is, it's fine. So in it, fact, I it's would, not like, fine it's... inside because mine's inside. And at this time of year, every time it comes back in from outside, you have to have a towel there so that you can wipe all uh, its paws off because yeah. even if it's not digging and shit, it, there's muddy footprints beep, 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 all across the room. <laughs> I just never thought that I would see the day that I would be like, yeah, let's get a cat. But I see the importance of an animal in a child's life and... Uh, you know, I, if, Hey, if I don't have an, uh, an allergic reaction, I don't, okay. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, How did you do uh, with copper? Um, here's the weird thing. Like I didn't start getting really allergic to animals until I hit 30. And that's when I, I I didn't used to be allergic. Uh, Mm. but then it just kind of hit me and yeah, copper, I was fine. I was fine with copper, but our big dog knew, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, see, and and Scotch is a he's a Yorkie Shih Tzu mix, and he's hypoallergenic. Yeah. So th- th- there's dog. I don't think dogs should be off the table. You still have <laughs> options. You just got to get a little. You got to get a little one that's super friendly. Yeah. Not these yeah. big ass. I I was never a fan of big dogs either. But, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, though, that that's done. I will. Well, knock on wood. I probably will never have another big dog. It. My favorite. Dog is schnauzers. I love schnauzers. We hmm. used to have a schnauzer. Nice. I just, especially when you get them like cut when they go to get groomed and they're like, oh, they're just, they have the little whisker face. And the, <laughs> I just, I like schnauzers. And Joni does too. Yeah. Actually, she would be okay with, if I would, any animal really, she yeah. would be okay with at the end of the day. I understand I the that, allergy thing though. I mean, that, that's not your fault. You can't help that. No, I can't help it. And it gets, it's bad. Like, especially even being in my parents' house for a prolonged period of time, they have a, golden retriever that it's not inside when I'm there, but it's the pet dander is whatever in there. And then yeah. after 
a couple hours or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm, which is which is nice because then it's like we got to go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I anyway. understand. We go in our neighbor's yeah. house. They have four dogs, and it, it some of them are not. I mean, they're mostly big dogs, and uh, yeah, my wife will have issues if she goes over there for too long. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be I I am sure rough on wife and kids if if I get this fur sample and I I'm a complete wheezing sneezing mess because then <laughs> this conversation is over. You just need to set up like a ET type air tunnel between your office to your theater room and yeah. then you, the cat lives there and you live in those two spaces and they bring you food every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got everything that I need. Movies yep. and they're like keep, we do too. Yes, people <laughs> punishing my scotch my scotch and my. Cheese puffs and <laughs> laffy taffy, and I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, I guess no real bitch sesh. I, well, I, after last week, I mean Judas. I, oh. Maybe we should just take a week off of that. <laughs> oh, that was depressing. By the time we were done, I'm like, oh, I've, I, if I'm depressed, I can just imagine what our listeners are going to be feel like. <laughs> oh, they're that's <laughs> uh huh. Oh, but yeah, I'm good. I'm. It's New Year's Eve and going to watch Star Wars tonight with the boys and nice. get good and tanked afterwards. And there you go. My foot is sore as shit from last night's karate. Perfect. Yep. That's, there's, there's my story. Um, and for me, uh, we got our usual, let's see, it's my brother-in-law's sister usually hosts the New Year's Eve get together, and she texted yesterday and said, we're going to have to cancel everybody is sick with the flu. Can't imagine why, since we were all sick with the flu at the Christmas get together. Mm-hmm. Should have been fine. It'll be fine. My kid's been on, we're, we're on antibiotics. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. I wasn't the only yep. sickie there. So if you're, if you're going with everybody's sick, I'm going, I guess I'm going. Okay. You want me there? Okay. Now everybody's sick with the flu. So guess that got canceled. So it's night. We're just sitting home and packing. Uh, that's what all we're doing today is packing and getting ready to leave. We're, Heading to Florida tomorrow. And I can talk about that because since we're stacking episodes. Oh, yeah. I'll be home by the time this episode comes out, so. <laughs> That's uh, true. Yep. We're leaving for Florida. Me and the wife are flying out and for three or four days and back just in time to go to work. Perfect. Are you uh, flying on, uh, like, Chicken and Cage Airlines? Or, uh, you know, well, go- it was a little <laughs> bit cheaper to go Chicken and Cage Airlines or Shaolay <laughs> Airline, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> Uh, but if we spent a, it was, oh, it was just like a $20 more a ticket or something, then we could fly down on United, then we come back on Chalet. Uh, so go. yeah, we're flying down on United, but then we're coming back on Spirit. There which you is, go. Which, yep. which is like saying, you're, you're coming back on just, just a ghost and a wind. That's, that's it. It's a hope and a prayer. Yes. Oh, I, I've never understood the logic behind naming an airline Spirit. Like, yeah, really. Because that just kind of feels like death to me. Well, ev- everything about flying is about death. There was some comedian yes. that did that. You go to the terminal. You know. <laughs> yes. There's uh, there's, uh, there's the, the little mass thing that you can do there. Like there's the little say your last rites. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it's exciting. Me and the, the why I haven't flown. It. Last time I flew was with you. Oh, man. Down to Puerto Vallarta, huh? Yeah. Yep. And it's been wow. about as long for my wife. So we're, we're not apprehensive, but we're, we want to be prepared. Like, cause as things have changed so much, 
you know, I'm really checking, do I have this information right and that information right? And of course yeah. we booked it. I booked a round trip through a third party thing, uh, you know, and so I went and I got emails from both United and from Spirit. And of course, United, which is the departing flight, everything's perfect. And then United, it comes back and it says, uh, Eric Warner, apartment, blah, 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 New York City. Like, oh, do, so do I have to have my address correct to my license? Um, your boarding pass says New York City. No, I don't have any passes yet. We're going to pick them up there. Okay. It's, it's the return flight. Ah. Uh. Hey, you're right. supposed to supposed to match up pretty pretty good, and yeah. And, so I, that's but, something that I'm going to be dealing with when we get there. I'm not messing with it till then. I yes, there you go. I would definitely when you get there, say okay, here's here's the issue. Are we good? Hopefully they don't they don't make you call in to change it. Um, yeah. Well, I've got all the numbers and information and and yeah. what have you. I've got all the emails backed up, so I think it'll be all right. At least we'll we can get down there, and then I have three or four days to futz around with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you're only going to be down for three or four days? <laughs> I know. What a stupid waste of time. I, what a I, waste of... <laughs> yeah. Hey, you have fun with the kids then. Hey, tell me how. Tell me which part of Florida you want to go to in three or four days, because you're going to have half my kids and half my dogs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still scratching my head at that one, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well. Wife says I, she thinks I read it wrong. Hmm. anyway uh, are you ready for the roulette yes all right i'm eric and i'm eugene and here's the roulette Boom! It's time to spin the wheel of the moving roulette i'll be dying on the ocean sit around trying to find those gems in the rough oh you're swallow that come on oh yeah i should have it's the last day of the year i should have yeah Take, Take one, one for, for the, the team. team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on this episode of the Roulette, it is the Laundromat up against the two popes, and I believe you're up first. Yep, you're up first. Tell me about the two popes. Okay, the two popes. Uh, this is a new movie from Fernando Marelles. Uh, was a director starring the great Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price. Uh, this is about the uh, outgoing. Uh, conservative Pope Benedict, who actually my wife and I, we saw when we were over at the Vatican years and years ago. Uh, and the current Pope, the liberal, a little bit more liberal Pope Francis, which I think, I think Pope Francis is just awesome. There's a leader right there. Uh, so this movie is the, basically what happened to, to bring, um, oh, I love when I say a certain word and then my phone's like, can I help? How can I help you? You can't help me. I'm, uh, I'm beyond help. Um, but, uh, um, completely lost my train of thought. Um, so basically it's, it's them behind closed doors and it's Benedict, uh, just having a conversation with Pope Francis. Pope Francis was going to step down and Benedict is like, no, you shouldn't step down from doing what you do. And here's why you should be the new Pope. Uh, now, uh, I'm learning a lot of, uh, about Catholicism lately, so some of this stuff made sense to me and other stuff did not, but basically when you're Pope, you probably know this, when you're Pope, you're Pope till you die. Yeah. Well, this guy, Pope uh, Benedict, I'm not even sure if, if he's, he might even still be alive, but, um, there was a lot of scandal back in, um, 
when he was Pope and it just, you find out a lot about that through these com- these conversations and you find out a lot about what made, made Pope Francis who he is today, especially with um, his like 20s, like when he was in his 20s and 30s, which is so fascinating to me to see what some of the um, civil unrest in the country he comes from, which I think that uh, we're, I don't want to get it wrong because I, I don't want to uh, feel like an idiot, but um, it's South America. He comes from South America. Mm-hmm. But the, the civil unrest that was going on that he was dealing with, uh, this movie is fantastic. Uh, one of the best movies of the year. I riveted, like, just because I, I saw this one Pope in person, uh, and I, it's like, now that I know a little bit more about, uh, what it is, like, you know, the Pope, um, to see that there are still flawed people, and he was a flawed person, and just how two opposites can kind of attract and get along, even though they, you know, they, they nip at each other, but it's just, Damn, was that a good movie? And the acting was so good. Two hours and five minutes of, and I would say that an hour and 45 minutes of that was, was pretty much them talking with about 15 or so minutes of some backstory on Pope Francis and what he went through. And then right um, in the middle, here comes Ryan Reynolds in a lime green car sliding sideways shootout scene. Oh, <laughs> and down. Yeah. For half no of Italy reason. destroyed. Yeah. Half of Italy destroyed. Magnets. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm, this, this is probably boring you, but I, I loved it. Loved it. I, I'm hoping to find a place for it in my top 10 of the year, but my top 10 is already just overflowing with great stuff. But this was fantastic. By far, this was the best roulette of the year for me. Uh, that's knee jerk reaction. I, of course, I don't have the list pulled up in front of me, what I've all seen, but phew, this was great. I, I don't know where you would fall on this. Uh, I'll give I don't it a know. shot. Other people are giving it good uh, marks, so I'll check it out. Yeah, just really, really good. Even just for the acting, because these these are really good actors. Just completely embracing their role. Like after a while, I'm like, you know, Anthony Hopkins is, you know, it's Anthony Hopkins. But after a while, it's like, okay, I buy him as the previous German Pope that they had, and you know, he had a certain look to him, and they made him look. Fairly accurate. So, there you go. Good Alrighty. stuff. Uh, the Laundromat. Or Laundromat. I don't know. Uh, a widow investigates an insurance fraud. Chasing leads to a pair of Panama City law partners exploiting the world's financial system. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas, and... What's her name? Meryl Streep. Robert Patrick. Um, David Schwimmer. There's just... James Cromwell, good actor after good actor after good actor in this thing. And I give this movie a passing thumbs up with the recommendation that you should definitely watch it. As, mm. um, But, boy, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a tough one to kind of... It's getting graded on two scales here. Let's put it that way. It's interesting because it's... How do I explain this damn movie? Part <laughs> of it is kind of a anthology film. Part of it is a documentary. Um, part of it's a drama movie. It's it's telling uh, some tales of people who have been ripped off by these giant financial scams. And I don't mean ripped off like, 
oh, they called you up and then you got involved in the timeshare. I mean, you buy insurance and then that insurance company gets sold to another company, to another company, to another company, to an offshore company where they don't actually have to do anything. Then when you have a claim, they go, eh, too bad, you're boned. And, oh. and meanwhile, these guys make billions of dollars. <clears throat> and so it starts off with one uh, with damn it this is hard to review <laughs> Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas kind of are the wraparound of the anthology every now and then they pop up and they're on some green screen very fake green blue screen that's uh, on a beach and they're talking about well this is how we do it we're the lawyers this is how we rip you off we, you know it's all legal because the government has made it legal to do set up these shell companies and whatnot. And then we go to the next story, which there's like three of them. And you follow Meryl Streep as she's going over here and trying to do this. And the, those guys are narrating in the background and they're all explaining this big financial crisis. And as it goes on, it like in the third story, it begins to, it almost seems like, you know what? Just fuck movie making. We're not even trying. We're really just trying to get our message across to you. And so they just kind of stop making a movie and then just start talking directly to the camera and are literally walking around on green and blue screens. And they just stop acting. And like, this is what's going on. And if you don't, you know, if we don't do something about it, then it's just going to get worse. And and then they kind of walk off. And it's like, you know, I really appreciate the information and the message. I get that, um, but you could have, I kind of feel like there's a way that you could have made this a movie. It starts off like a movie, but it does, it ends like a documentary where they're like, even, even our, the director of this film has made money on these kinds of scams and it's okay. okay. Tax incentives and tax evasion and it's worth a watch and I appreciate the information, but I also have to grade it as a movie. And on that side of things, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. It, it all kind of fell apart for me on that side. I think you should watch it in the mindset of a documentary where you're going to get some information out of it and they're going to unravel how all this scam works. And I think you would appreciate that, especially being the more liberal-minded person that you are. Yeah. So I think you'd appreciate that. But once again, me and Soderbergh, up and down, up and down, yeah, up and down, that's... up and down. Oh, uh, that was, that's not what I was expecting it to be, obviously. Not. Oh, me either. It's like, what is, what's happening? Okay. And then, you know, second act, all new story, all new characters. Here's how it all, here's how them scamming also relates to that. Oh, okay. So I'm of two minds of it. Okay. Uh, but I think that you should watch it. I think you would appreciate the information. Okay. Uh, I was never bored. Um, it just, it kind of felt like you gave up at the end and it almost at times it felt like a play. You could have done this mm. as a play, uh, but uh, documentary play, we're, we're talking, I, yeah, yeah you're not selling it. I, I, I get I, it. And I know <laughs> I'm not selling it, but you should watch this. Uh, okay. Let's move on to the next round. Okay. <clears throat> uh, first up for you is MFKZ. Uh, motherfuckers, I guess. Is yeah. The that's... original title. Yeah. <laughs> From 2017. I'm not going to try to pronounce the director's name, but, uh, Angelino is just one of thousands of deadbeats living in dark meat city, 
but an otherwise unremarkable scooter accident caused by a beautiful, mysterious stranger is about to transform uh, his life into a waking nightmare. And it's an animated movie. Now, animated or animation action comedy. However, it, for these roulettes, like we're we're full on like we're sci-fi month now. So I know, I know. I didn't realize it wasn't sci-fi when I asked for it. Okay. Uh, but it is the 31st. So my plan is to after we're done recording if I decide to pick that one, I'll watch it right away. <laughs> okay. I want to see it because I, I watched some of the Netflix trailer and it it looks like Animatrix. You know, oh, one of those cool. kind of things where it's yeah. adult. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, next up for you is Iron Sky. Now I went, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to throw a couple science fiction movies your way. Iron Sky, The Coming Race, 2019, hour and 30 minutes. Uh, follow up to the first Iron Sky from 2012 in which Nazis plan to take over the world after lying dormant in a secret military base on the moon. The budget of this thing is $21 million, which Wow. Pretty big, uh, considering the movie. It was made in Finland, Germany, and Belgium. Uh, so, um, anyway, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I would imagine that this, that this thing is probably going to be f- several flights up from a, uh, an asylum movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. It about has to be with that budget. Uh, okay. And then lastly is a, an old Roger Corman science fiction movie, science, fi- science fiction horror movie from 1959, The Wasp Woman. A scientist develops a youth formula for a cosmetics queen from jelly uh, taken from queen wasps, failing to anticipate the typical horrible side effects. Says here on IMDb, hour and three minutes, so... uh, There you go. Wow. Hmm. Budget Uh, $50 million. $50 million. $50,000. And that's on Tubi TV. Okay, coming your way. Sweetheart on Netflix. A woman shipwrecked on a remote island discovers she's not alone and begins to fight for survival against a deadly presence that emerges each night. Sounds cool. Uh, here's your sci-fi movie, High Life. We talked about this before. It's on Canopy. Monty and his baby daughter are the last survivors of a damned and dangerous mission to the outer reaches of the solar system. I haven't checked if that's listed as sci-fi, but it has to be. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, your shutter pick, Sam was here. Deep breath. California, Mojave Desert, 1998. A strange glow appears in the sky. Sam, a 40-something door-to-door salesman, travels through the few inhabited zones of the California Desert. It's a long synopsis here. What's more, his wife doesn't answer his calls. Uh, Sam becomes a prisoner of the empty, hostile environment, alone without human contact for days on end. Listens to a talk show. This sounds awful. Uh, The host, a man named Eddie. Takes calls from listeners who share their thoughts on a child killer at large in the area. At the same time, Sam get, starts getting psychologically harassed by strange threats. He, Judas, I'm done. Uh, there you go. That was one of your picks. Yep. Synopsis, um, and I can't break down what the hell it is. Uh, now I'm on IMDb here, and sweetheart, it says it's horror sci- sci-fi thriller. So I guess that there, could be. There you go. Yeah. Um, because of that, you know, I definitely want to watch High Life. It's because it's got my my man in it. Oh. Uh, Robbie P. Um, let's <laughs> not going to take a swing at it today. <laughs> no, nope. I don't want to go for a swing and a miss. So we're going to go with Sweetheart. Uh, okay. Just because they got a short run time and I did watch the trailer. It looks good and that will count for sci-fi. I like that. So there you go. Well, if you watch it tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Yes, that is true. Which I probably will because, or it will be because tonight I'm watching Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, 
I didn't see the first Iron Sky. And Wasp, uh, that'd be cheating with Wasp Woman, I think. I didn't realize it was only an hour and three minutes. That that, was... That's a little light. I'm going to go with the motherfuckers, <laughs> MFKZ, and I'm going to try and watch that today. Cool. I'm going to have to watch it today. Otherwise, I, and I'm starting off the sci-fi-a-thon with a, a vacation. So who knows how much I can get squeezed in. You might get a off to a lead on me. Yeah. But hey, I whipped your ass at the horathon for a couple of years, so Yeah. I would I bet though there. that at the end of the day you're probably going to win this month cuz I I still have so much horror slop that I need to go through that and yeah, just but my there's other, so my much crossover of the two genres. Yeah. There you is, I know. Like able to scratch the itch. Yeah. We we also uh, even like with us te- texting last night like what you had said something about um Pandora. I'm like, "Yep. That needs a rewatch." Oh, I've got I a stack it. of shit that I've been wanting to rewatch. It's been on my to-watch list, but then I go, ah, but I got all these movies I haven't ever seen. I should, you know, the older I get, the less I'm rewatching the same shit 15 times. I, I got to try and cram some new stuff. Source code has been sitting on my shelf for about four years, I think, or maybe five, and I haven't seen it since the theater. Well, I, I watched that thing one time, and it's a good movie. Yeah. Time Bandits. That's, that Blu-ray's been sitting over there forever. <laughs> Haven't watched it. Well, now it's time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some, some uh, certain other ones. Actually, just flipping through Tubi TV, I could see myself taking a risk and probably failing miserably at some of those oh, awful-looking... Cool covers, but yeah. awful-looking movies. Oh, my like, queue uh, is full. It's packed to the brim with that shit. And the nice thing is that most of them are hour 10, hour 15. So even with the rando commercials you get in there, it's not that bad, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times I think they program... This is just me, my experience. They program com- more commercials for the popularity of the thing. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? I can see that, so yeah. I, I feel like when I watch the trash, I have two or three commercial breaks in the entire thing. That's not bad. No, it's not. Yeah, because I've watched stuff already where it's like every 15 minutes it seems like there's commercials. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, the other one, Crackle. Crackle is bad with that. Yes. But then again, I'm wa- I was watching more po- Marvel animated mo- shows and stuff. I was watching popular stuff. Whereas here, it's just garbage du jour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but did was, you I don't did know. you make an account though so you can add stuff to your queue over there? I'm going to a- yeah. after looking for stuff for you yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I just need to just do this. Sign up and make an you know, and then add it to my Voodoo or yeah, add it to my Roku device and yep. Uh, because I wouldn't mind you throwing some of those shitty looking Asylum movies my way because it'll make for hilarious podcasting. Yeah, well, they're better than Asylum movies. You have to do some digging, like get on the horror channel, the horror section of that, and. Go start panning right and just keep going because they put the most popular stuff up front. And the trash that we're sifting for, did you go back further and further and further? It's yeah. all of a sudden it becomes 80s barbarian nonstop. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And same with their sci fi strip. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm impressed. They have a bunch of older. I, for some reason, I feel uh, like doing some of the older, like 50s and maybe even 60s, you know, radiation. And now the woman has a. An ant head, or, you know... Yes, hold on. This is one of the tapes I found a while back. Um, I don't even know if I've even heard of this movie before. 
Earth, Earth versus the I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Me either, but, uh... Gosh dang, if Good Times Video didn't put it out in 1984, and I've got a copy of it. <laughs> oh, is it EP or SP mode? Um... Well, it's Good Times, so it can't be great. It doesn't even... I don't even know if it says. It recorded in LP mode. Oh, that's the what? is that the middle one? Not not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. Yeah, so it's it's not the re, it's not the great value. Yeah. Um but it's it's the, you know. Yeah, we'll check it out. It's one of the things yeah. on the stack. Yeah. I like finding that kind of stuff. I also got Journey to the Center of Time and Metropolis. I got a double box of that. Yeah, anyway. Yep, I've got all kinds of shit I'm going to watch yeah. this month. Yeah, Hopefully. there's definitely going to be some some sci-fi stuff that that uh I don't know. I typically wouldn't watch that. I'm like, ah, I'm going to give this one a shot. Cool. Kind of my own little, my own little private roulette. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it's a good, good excuse for it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, next episode of the roulette will be MFKZ up against Sweetheart. Motherfucking Sweetheart. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to rabbit trail a little bit before we get into recently yeah. watched? Yes. Oh, what's on your mind? How's it going? Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, just theater update. Um, and I'll review this movie later. I watched uh, Uncut Gems this past week with my buddy Steve. And um, here, just I'll review the movie, but I'll explain my theater experience now. And especially because you're close enough to the previous movies 10 that you may want to come to the theater someday. Uh, but they now turned the dollar theater into the Cinemark Cinebistro, which oh, is, is it? it's up and running now. It's up and running. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, the food portion of this theater is not going to be open until I think January 31st is when they start serving food, which <sighs> I'm curious how that's going to go. The, the rooms themselves are very nice. They've eliminated tons. Well, yeah, it's all new reclining seats with heated the heated reclining seats, uh, and then you have a tray in front of you that you can move forward so that if you're not eating or whatever, um, very very comfortable seats. I like the fact that there's not tons of seats in the theater anymore. Now, at least in our screening of Uncut Gems, it was not a big theater. Uh, Star Wars was playing there as well in Frozen, so those might be in bigger theaters. I don't I don't know. Yeah, but. So here's my thoughts. Like, it's cool, uh, but we'll. I'm gonna wait to see what happens until food is being served because there's still like someone's gonna be sitting right against you, and if they're over there chomping on a stinky ass salad or whatever, and I have to sit here listening to them chomp on salad and chicken wings and chicken wings, it's like I that's gross to me. That's gross. So I don't know why I would want to pay a premium for that, uh, unless you're, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Like, okay, let's eat, yeah, let's eat chicken wings here and watch the movie. Done. I, I, it's, I don't know. I, I had a, a woman sick as shit, two seats away from me, hacking her lungs out the entire movie and sneezing, blowing her nose, coughing. Why are you there? Infecting me because I'm the closest person to you. Uh-huh. Um, I was so I was so pissed off. Like I would literally like lean my head against my 
my hand to cover my one ear so that I wouldn't have to, out of that ear, I wouldn't have to hear her cough. Bitch. Oh, I was, I was furious. I've done that. Um, I've, I've put my hand up to my head so that I don't see the light blinking on their phone in their cup mm-hmm. uh, from the text messages they're getting. Because it's blink, 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 blink. And, and so I put my hand up like this. Yeah. Oh. Why would you go to the theater if you're that sick? And she was quite obviously sick. It wasn't like she had a smoker's cough. She had the flu or the cold. And it was probably just, I'm bored. I need to go watch a movie in my living room slash theater. So finally, I was so pissed off. I looked at Steve. I'm like, I'm moving. I'm moving. And he was like, don't blame me. Whatever. He was like, okay. And so I moved way down to the front of the theater, sat down uh, with about 30 minutes left in the movie. And then uh, right behind me, cough, 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 cough. Oh, oh, another woman behind me was hacking, but it was less hacking. So I'm like, ah, I win. I <laughs> You win. I mean, it's the same hacking that everybody in my family has gotten sick from that I am just getting over. Um, yeah. Enjoy Captain Trips. That's all I can yes, say. Enjoy, yes, enjoy. It's, yeah. oh, it's the end. Hawking up phlegm and, oh, why? <laughs> anyway, that was my theater-going experience. Now, it was interesting, like, uh, how they've re- redone things, and you can just tell the staff is, they're trying to make it a little bit more upper scale staff or at least they're it seems like it's not just people that are tearing tickets like to the point where it might be a bit overkill there there was an older gentleman tearing tickets and he was he was real chatty to the point where it's like ah you're you're awkward hey <laughs> hey how you doing there sonny what you seeing i'm like hey. <laughs> um you know I, I had a teenage girl tear my tickets but there, i was i went to the bathroom and then there was another guy took over her shift and he so and he like I saw him interact with a teenager and, eh, what you see in there, Sonny? I'm like, dude, mm, <laughs> read the room. No. Uh, he thought he was reading the room. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, surprisingly, the bathroom wasn't redone. Uh, it was eh, kind of shabby. And the carpet, they didn't put new carpet in. Uh, maybe oh, that the carpet, carpet is, is so... That's the original carpet. I don't think they've ever changed it. Oh, it's like, come on, guys. It's like that... Unless it's... The, it's not just new carpet, but the exact same pattern. Oh, uh, it's the same mushed, butter-soaked garbage that we tromped on when we were stealing that Day of the Dead poster. Yeah, smoked in. And <laughs> 20 years ago. Yep. But anyway, uh, so there was the experience. I'm I'm on the fence with the whole Cinebistro thing. We'll see. I think that after 6 o'clock, it is adults only. You have to be 18 and over to get in, which that's kind of cool. But Okay, to, now to, you have my attention. Yeah, it's it's adults only, eighteen and over after six p.m. Awesome. So, now, yeah. now, okay, now I'm willing to give that a shot. The last time I did a, one of the, I went down to Easton, and because they were showing Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was like, we're going down there anyway. I want to see this in the theater. I'd seen it in the theater before, but I have never seen it in IMAX. What I didn't realize is that Easton has IMAX, and then they have the IMAX experience where you get to eat, and it's just a regular size screen. Oh, okay. And, I, and that's what it was. I, I I was disappointed. I wanted the IMAX Raiders. Yeah. But I got the food Raiders, where the dad brought his kid that was way too young, and the entire movie, who's that, dad? Is Indy gonna die? What's going on, dad? Who's, I mean, loud. <laughs> they don't care. Oh, another beer, another beer over here, please. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't anyway, under, but, yeah. 18 and over, though, huh, yeah. that could keep some riffraff out. 
It could. Um, it could also bring in someone chomping on a salad. But you, I just, you never know. It's, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, hence why I have, when was the, what was the last movie I saw in the theater? Joker? Didn't you see Joker in the theater? Yes, I did. That was the last movie I saw in yeah. the theater. Didn't there I? There you go. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. you tried the one time and that failed. So you, I think you went again then, didn't you? I don't remember. I, I watched I've seen it like three times, but only yeah. once in the theater. <laughs> um, anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, happily, I'm happy to say that my Star Wars experience was great, uh, but it's almost like every other time. Uh, the, the hacking sick lady, that was that was a strike. That was a bad experience. Uh, and the movie itself, which I will review here soon, was very chaotic and tense and almost aggravating. And so that just heightened my pissed offness. Yeah. Was... You know, people talking over each other and arguing and just fuck this, fuck this, fuck this all the time. Like, like constant to where you're on edge. And then Captain Tripp's next to me, you know, <laughs> dying on me. Uh-huh. Oh. Just pray you don't get it, man. Just pray I you know. don't get it. It's, oh, it's, as soon as I got, I got home, I did a nasal rinse. I, I, oh, I <laughs> washed my hands with acid. <laughs> Getting a blood transfusions. Mm. I mean, I popped so many pills when I got home. Like, okay, vitamin C, echinacea. What else can I take? Airborne, nasal rinse. Stay at home if you're sick. Yeah, really. Anyway. Yep. Well, that's one of my goals uh, this vacation is I want to go see Star Wars. I I figured. I was was figuring that if you're going to be just with the wife on vacation that... There's a Star Wars trip in your future. I hope so. I've I've never been to Fort Myers. I don't know if there's a... I assume there's a theater around there somewhere. Yeah, we'll it's see. gotta be. But, anyway. Uh, okay, here's something. Uh, I don't think we talked about this on the show. The Blu-ray, or the home video release of Doctor Sleep. Director's Cut. Yes. Thoughts about that. How much longer is it? 30 minutes? Oh, I want to say 40. 40? That's I- long. What do you expect to see in there? Because I thought they did such a good job with it. But what you know, else? What are we missing? I, one thing that, that they cut out of the, or at least it wasn't in the theatrical version, was his alcoholism. It's touched on, but in the book, like, he relapses. If I remember correctly, I thought that he relapsed. And, I mean, there's a lot of him battling his demons. That in the Yeah, the first third could be extended yeah. by that long. So I would bet that it's going to be some of that. I mean, they're not going to change the, obviously the ending is totally different from the book. You don't think that they're going to go and no, they're not going to do, do a, They're not yeah. going to change that. That'd be a complete reshoot. Yeah, exactly. So I can only imagine that it's going to be a lot of front loaded stuff with, with him battling demons and stuff. Have we heard about uh, Stephen King's thoughts on Dr. Sleep? He liked it, which blows I, my mind. The ending's like, completely okay. different. Yeah, it's and it's it's very much going off of Stanley Kubrick's version that he did not like. So I he thought it was great, but at least from what I read online, he was proud of it, which he should be. It's a great movie. It is so weird if you take the original book, The Shining, and the original and the hold on, let me think here. It's like if you take the uh, Kubrick's Shining and the Doctor Sleep movie. They're they're just a mishmash. They they just completely changed the endings on both of them. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And but I they, think, but I, they kind of gave. No, wait a minute. Here's what my thought was. They kind of gave 
Dr. Sleep, the original Shining ending. Right? Yeah. Um, Dr. Sleep, the movie? They kind of gave that the original Shining ending. Because... How the, did the, then the boiler bur- blow up and kill him? And yeah, and the and the hotel burns to the ground in the book, if I'm not mistaken. Right. right. Huh. I wonder if Mike Flan uh, Mike Flanahy. <laughs> Mike, the director, Flanagan. Mike director Flanagan. Mike. Yeah, Mike M. Flanagan. <laughs> I wonder if uh, if that was his goal. Is like, yeah, let's incorporate some of the original shiny, and maybe that's why uh, King thought it was cool. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It, it's good. Yeah. I wonder where where it's going to fall. Like I, at My knee-jerk reaction after seeing that in the theater, I'm like, that's the best movie I saw all year. That's my favorite movie of the year. But now that a bit of time has passed, I still think it's fantastic, and it is definitely top ten. But I just I wonder how well will this hold up on a second viewing, and when I do my final list, is it going to be – where is it going to fall? Because I thought it was great and unjustly underseen. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. I was surprised how that thing did not produce at the box office. Uh, okay, yeah. here's my next bit, unless you got anything else for that. Uh, mm. uh, production details revealed about David Fincher's upcoming film, Mank. Film Mank. Chronic- Mank, M-A-N-K. Hmm. I, this is news to me. The film chronicles the trials and tribulations of Herman, Herman J. Mankiewicz's efforts to write Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is considered to be many, to many, to be nice wording, you douche. (laughs) Let me just, I'm going to read it verbatim. Citizen Kane is considered by many to be the best film in movie history. There we go. And it's notorious connection to newspaper magnate William Rudolph Hearst. It's the stuff of Hollywood legend. Gary Oldman is taking the lead role. So Gary Oldman in a David Fincher. That's cool. I wish he was doing something with action and sci-fi, though. I know, me too. Like, I'm sure it'll be good, but... Eh. What was the last movie Fincher did? I mean, I know that he's had his hand in, in Gone TV Girl? stuff. Gone Girl. That was a good movie. He also produced Love, Death, and Robots. Yes. Is that this year? That was this year, wasn't it? Yep. You can count that as a contender for my top ten. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That was... Yeah, that should be a consideration for me, too. I loved it. That was the shit. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. I said the same thing about Social Network. I'm like, really? He's making a movie about Facebook. Great. And then it turned out to be a great movie. Yep, one of the best of that year. Yeah. So, who knows? I mean, he's great at everything that he does. I just want him to do the genres that I love or that I've seen him do before. You know what I, I know. really, really, really want him to do? Another Chuck Palahniuk book. I wish he'd, he mm. was going to do Survivor, which is... You know, one of my favorites, but then 9-11 happened. Yeah. Well, we can't have anything with planes crashing now. But that's, enough time has passed, I think, that that could be in the running, don't you think? Yes, because the way it happens in the book, it's not a terrorist act. So much as, uh, um, uh, uh, he doesn't take hostages, really, he's just trying to get the plane. So he actually kicks everybody off the plane except the pilot, and then lets the pilot parachute to safety. And his intention is not to use the plane to hurt anybody. He's yeah. trying to, I don't want to say, because it's the end of the yeah. book, but, um, you know, that's how sensitive everybody got right around that time. I, I don't care. Make any of his other books. I don't care. You're the perfect one to do it. Well, then again, Clark Gregg did make Choke, and that was pretty on, on target. It pretty yeah, good. it was. No, I didn't read, wait, wait, that's, um, oh, that's with, uh, James McAvoy, correct? No. 
No, no, no. Not you're crossing the streams. You're thinking of the train spotting author. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. I am. Yep. No, no, no. Uh, Choke was with. Uh... Oh, son of a bitch! Did you see Choke? I, I'm not sure if I did. Actually, was wasn't James McAvoy in that or not? No. Okay. It's uh, what the hell is his name? Oh, he was the bad guy in Iron Man Two, which we just watched. <laughs> We're going through the MCU, by the way. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, the bad guy in MCU. What's that guy's name? He's a great actor. Uh, he was in Heist. Um, oh, it's Mickey, such Ro- a good Mickey Rourke? No, no. The other bad guy, the weapons Sam, manufacturer. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell was the star of Choke. Yes. I. Uh, you know what? I did see that, and I was eh on it, but um, I remember that. Yeah, I was. It didn't click with me. I didn't like his character, but maybe I wasn't supposed to like his character. If I not especially, no, not not okay. especially. I, I think you again. It's not a. Uh, this isn't being forgiving of the movie. I'm just. It's one of those situations where oh, I knew the book and they hit all the high points. That would not be uh, in my tops to adapt from him of Polnick. Like mm-hmm. I'd go with Survivor or uh, uh, Diary. Diary. Oh, dude, David Fincher could knock Diary out of the park. Uh, Flanagan would be another perfect choice to make Diary. Oh, and more of his stuff needs adapted. Hey, Fight Club. It's one of the best movies ever made. Uh, Fincher, it, it's so close to the book, dude. It's so damn close. The only thing where it kind of deviates, and I haven't read the read it in 20 years, but uh, where it deviates the most from the movie is that there's just more. As far as the narrator having conversations with Tyler and saying weird fucked up shit. There's just a f- more scenes of it. Okay. It's, it's not more plot or anything like that. It's just more, <laughs> which was hmm. what was so amazing after seeing the two, you know, back to back side by side. It was damn, he nailed this. And that's, that's one of the hardest. That's one of those books they said was unadaptable because how can you go the whole movie? Not realizing what's going on, what the truth, what yeah. the truth is. And he did it in such a way. That, oh, it's brilliant. I'll never forget, we've talked about this on the show, but I will never forget the theatrical experience. Uh, you in the theater with y- your sister, I believe, and yeah. her then husband, and me with huh, my crew. Oh, oof. And, oh, furious by the time that movie was done. I'm like, that sucked. No, no, no. The people I was with sucked. Yeah. The movie was great. Uh huh. I remember there. you were like, that fucking sucked. And I just looked at, well, no. <laughs> First, my, my sister and husband were like, within 20 minutes, yeah, this is awful. We're leaving. I said, have fun sitting in the car. I'll be out when it's over because I was just shitty and grin. This is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. And then and after I walked out by myself, I was just so happy. I was like, that was so good. And, and then you me, and your, you and your crew. And you're like, that fucking sucked. And they all stood around like nodding. And I was, I just said, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it some other time. Cause I was, <laughs> no. <laughs> You'll love that movie one day. That was just, oh, that was the I crew. I love that movie. I love that movie. And for a movie that is, you know, it was from the 90s, I don't think that it's aged. Like, I, I haven't seen it in a little while, but uh, it, it was ahead of its time. It was definitely ahead of its time. It's aged a bit just in the styles. The uh, fashions and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Um, But, yeah. Fantastic film. Uh, but at, the point I was trying to get around with that, as far as adaptability, is... Most of Polonick's other stuff is would not be that complicated. 
I mean, he does do some twisty endings and stuff, but it's not something where you got to maintain a character throughout the entire film that's fictional. You know, yeah. it's it, that requires a, a, an, a, a, a surgeon's art, you know, to, to carry that through in film, both on directing and editing. Yeah. Whereas the, these other mo- uh, uh, stories are a little more straightforward. Yep. Anyway, where are we at on time? Is it time to move? We move on to Recently Watched. How about that? Oh, we wrap it up pretty good. Did you watch End of Days again then? Weren't you going to watch End of Days? Stallone. Not Stallone. Uh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. No, I have not. Or Stigmata. You were going to watch Stigmata. Yeah, and no, I have not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I haven't. I'm, gonna, I'm going to rewatch it, uh, but it's just not... I, I've got some other stuff that I want to watch before that, but it's on my stack. It's all good. It just a trailer popped up here on the side of my screen. Featured YouTube videos. It was those one of those two. Okay. Uh, recently watched. You're up first. Uh, well, I'm going to get Uncut Gems taken care of because that was the most recent theatrical viewing for me. And um, uh, I want to give it my review because this is a great movie. No surprise. Uh, Benny and Josh Safty directed it. And they made the, in my humble opinion, uh, Good Time movie, which was better. I thought that Good Time was uh, a bit tighter and uh more it's 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 the same like you can tell it's the same shooting style but there were i don't know it's just a bit tighter and more interesting to me however uncut gems is great and this movie uh lives and dies on adam sandler's performance and he totally deserves not only an oscar nomination but possibly an oscar win for this he was fantastic like he completely, it just engulfed into this role. Like he became this, oh man, this scumbag that you kind of like. Uh, the this Jewish man in New York City that is obviously he has a gambling problem, and much like Good Time, just one bad thing, one bad decision leads to the other, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, uh, to where you're like, this, this isn't gonna end well. Mm-mm. Uh, but the people along the way that he meets, I. Like, it's such a tense movie, even at, at two hours and 15 minutes. Um, I think that was my... It did not help that I had hacking woman beside me, but it was almost too much after a while. I'm like, I'm just... I'm stressed out. Like, I... Everybody is a complete scumbaggy asshole in this movie. Uh, he's the most likable character in the movie, and... Eh, he's questionable. Uh, yeah. But just the mob people, and there's a Russian hitman type guy that I'm like, oh, I want some of the Shoot him in the fucking head. I hated that guy. Um, the ending, which I will not spoil, was surprising and uh, very good. I liked how the movie ended. Uh, I think Steve may have... I saw this with Steve. He may have liked it a little bit more than I did, but it was still uh, worthy of the accolades that it's getting, and I think that it should be up for consideration at the Oscars for, I mean, probably Best Picture... Uh, a bunch of different categories. It felt it felt like one of those movies that should get some Oscar cred thrown its way, especially Adam Sandler. That's so cool to see. You know, this is Billy Madison here, and I'm like, this dude is a legit good actor here. Like he is. I mean, drunk punch love. That dude yeah, can act. Punch, he can. When right directors, he can act. And this one here, this is. I mean, Punch Drunk Love was fantastic. I I would say this is probably his best performance that I have seen. Uh, it's. It's a movie, all right. It's 
Well, he is um, one of those people that I love when he takes on a dramatic role, and it it upsets me when he announces, oh, did you see what the highest rated, most watched Netflix stuff was this year? Did you see that list? No, but probably one of his garbage movies. Number one, Murder Mystery. And you saw that. That was a roulette for you, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Where they were all on vacation and like literally garbage. probably just... It was yeah. a murder mystery. No, trash novel. Garbage. But it's for a certain crowd. Yeah. And yep. I did your wife like it? Your wife liked it, didn't she? <laughs> uh, I, I don't believe I watched it. I, no, she, you didn't. I think she, oh, yeah, did. she did. And she liked it. Yes. <laughs> your mom and dad, my mom and dad, they would love it. You know. Yep. It, this is, you show up to the theater. What's playing right now? I'll have one for that. Murder mystery. Ooh, what's that about? I, it's exactly... I, Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, highly recommend Uncut, Uncut Gems. I'm not sure if it's going to fall into my top ten, because, again, it's my top ten is just stacked. But <laughs> good, good movie. I wish that you would see it here soon. I would love to do spoiler heavy on this one. Uh, I'll try while I'm on vacation. See what I can do. Okay. It's stressful. I'm not sure. Like, if you see it in the theater, I don't know what your wife would think. No, 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 not it, theater. I'm, okay. take, I'm taking my laptop with me. Okay, gotcha. Maybe sweet okay. baby Jesus can provide me some uncut gems. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to do another one, or...? I'll go for it. Now you're up. Okay. Let's talk about the one single golden rule of the internet. Do you know what that is, sir? You can have bum fights, you can have pornography, you can have dudes oh. fucking each other in the ass, you can do all <laughs> that shit, but there's one thing that you cannot do. And that is don't fuck with cats. Do not fuck with cats. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen this documentary, I highly recommend you go see it. Eugene's going to highly recommend you go see it. And that's all you need to know. You don't want to know a single other thing about it. That's Agreed. it. That's that's all. That's why from here on we're doing spoilers. Because you should skip the entire review. We're get, we're. I'm sure Eugene's going to be all positive. I'm all positive. Go see this. There's your warning. That's all you want to know before you go in. Yeah. You've been warned. Spoiler time. So, uh, <laughs> I was just going to, I know it's a short series. It's, it's listed here on IMDb as an hour and three minutes, but each episode was like 50 minutes. Yeah, I think okay. it was close to three hours. Yeah. So I don't think they got that right. It's a, a mini series. Uh, this also will probably be on my top 10 of the year, or at least a contender. Yeah. Uh, it starts off, I was, you know what, I just finished up my roulette of the Laundro mat, uh, and I was like, ugh, I need uh, something, I need a movie, not just people talking at me. Um, and so, uh, Eugene had mentioned this, and I'll watch one episode and we'll see where it goes. Within the first five minutes, I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting, and then they start showing some of the video on YouTube, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute. They're not actually going to show me this shit, are they? Because I don't, I don't seek out this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, sorry, synopsis. A group of online justice seekers tracked down a guy who posted a video of him killing kittens. I don't want to see that shit. Uh, I will not seek out things like that on purpose, ever. Uh, they did a, so right away I was guarded. I mean, I had the remote in hand, like, yeah. if they're going to really show this to me, I'm out. Uh, but they didn't, and they averted the camera enough. You got the idea what was going on, and, yep. and they portrayed it. And I think they did a good job. A, at... They did. They did a good job. And at, at, at you have to. They showed you enough 
uh, on purpose to be like you you need to be affected by this because you need to see how awful this is uh even if you don't want to see it you didn't get any gory bits but it's still judas freaking priest I, so anyway, then they go on this whole rampage to track this guy down, and that guy actually starts toying with their Facebook group that's hunting uh-huh. him, which is real fucked up. Uh, the one thing that I didn't quite catch, or maybe it blew by me a little fast, they got on to, hold on a sec, where, what's the guy's name? Do you remember the oh, guy's the, name? The, 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 the one, the guy they're hunting, what's his name? Oh, what is his name? Uh, Luca. Luca Magnata. Yeah. How did they get on to him in the first place? Because it seemed like all of a sudden there's this Luca guy that's a model and there was it just random that they I thought that someone said this I thought someone said this is your guy, this Luca Magnata and they were like, "Okay, well, let's look into this." Okay, but you might be right and it could have been him himself. It could have been him the, himself that he cuz he wanted yeah, he wanted the notoriety. Yeah. At any rate, it, it was like, oh, we got into this guy kind of fast. How did we get on this guy again? Anyway, once they got onto him, it, it was, okay, the evidence is kind of there. But I wasn't really on board because they digitized out his face and uh, of, the, of the video, you know, or he had sent them a bad picture. And it's yeah. like, come on, he looks like every white dude. I mean, you, me, anybody, we can be mistaken for a lot of different people. You know, I've had people ask me if I'm Arab. For fuck's sake, just because I have a, you know, I have a beard. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've had people ask me if I'm Mexican. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So the, with us plain boring white guys, Eastern European, I, you know, so I was really on the edge for a while. But come on. It came around to a couple of things and things start stacking up. I'm like, well, they are doing a lot of production on this. Um, documentary where the music is really well done. It's really swelling. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost too much. It's a pl- what did they say in Minority Report? Have you ever seen a plethora of evidence? Because this is a plethora of evidence, and that just doesn't happen. You got a body chopped up in the garbage with uh, the posters and blood and his driver's license. And yeah. it, like what? It's j- it, the, there. I started to tilt back a little bit. Now it's starting to look like a setup because it's just too much. You don't find that kind of evidence all in one place. Then in the second episode, we went to talk to the mom. <laughs> and this is where I was done. It's like, nope, no, 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 no. Way too many red flags. Cause I know a lot of parents like that. Cause my kids go to school with your kids and your kids are assholes. Uh-huh. You know how I know they're assholes? Because they have parents like you. That go, no, not my kid. There's no way that he would be involved in an ice pick stabbing. By the way, he got bullied a lot in school and he stayed home and watched Basic Instinct on repeat. I've, well, hmm, yeah, okay, okay, sure. And and she got a little bit nervous when he started to be a male escort. She was like, just be careful. I'm like, just be careful. That's your advice. Also, when when they came to the door, oh, is this about him in the cat killing videos? Yeah. <sighs> so, so you know what it's about before they even open their mouth. You're not saying, yeah. oh, what What do you need? You, oh, is that's the first thing that pops out of your mouth. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot moron. But anyway. So, uh, obviously, going into the third episode, I was nervous. Because at that point, 
we want, I, I'm going, we, we better have a resolution to this one way or another. I, I need a resolution to this. We can't just go, ha, ah, Zodiac Killer, never found him. I, be, I Because most of the audience at this point, you've got us pumped up enough that we want him hung by his thumbs oh, and slowly yeah. fed down into one of those chipper shredder machines by his feet. And then maybe pull him out for a little bit. So we and can listen to the screams a little bit longer, then kind of maybe throw some lemon juice on it and put keep, keep it going. <laughs> and we all know that that's not how this is going to end. But the way that it does end is very sa- satisfying enough for reality. Yep. I like the way that it was just a rando guy who pulled him in. Oh, and the flag. Great. I loved that. Yeah. I loved that so much. And a lot of this does feel a little bit convenient because it's just a little too Hollywood well-written, you know? It feels like a you're watching a movie, a thriller. It feels like I'm watching, yeah, that's, I'm like, this feels like a movie. Yeah, it's which raises a flag, but at the end of the day, ah, uh, nope, I think that they got their guy. And she, especially oh, with that's... the, uh, especially with the video at the apartment. And, and, you know, they talked about this Manny guy and the handler or whatnot. And I, the whole time I was going, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. If he was calling his phone and ordering him to, you killed that guy. Fuck you. You're done. Yeah. It's. I hated him so bad. Oh, I hated his face. I hated everything about that guy. Just, he just had this snide asshole look to him and. Oh, I was, when he was sitting shivering in the, uh, I'm cold, can I be Whatever. I'm like, yeah, suffer. Motherfucker. Oh, and the way he was crossing his legs. He was doing the Sharon Stone thing. Yeah, he was doing the Sharon Stone thing. Um, can yep. I have a cigarette? Yeah. He was happy Ugh. with himself. Yeah. Because it's exactly what he wanted. And you could tell yeah. when they first pulled him off uh, the plane. Just little smirks. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, anyway, over to you. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I loved the uh, internet group, the the Facebook group that was uh, that was going back and forth for what was a couple of years. But body moving was the lady. Yeah, um, that John Green. But uh, they worked. It was just a detective crew that was that they went to great lengths to catch this guy. Like they would go onto Google Earth or whatever, and they would zoom into streets and like that, okay, that picture that he posted, which he was obsessed with himself to the point where he would make fake scandals online uh like a, a serial killer was stalking like a some serial killer he was, was he was linked romantically to another serial killer yeah which is bullshit yeah he made it all up yeah he was and the all these all fan sites yeah. were just him yeah um what kind of a twisted crazy bastard ah anyway uh but i just loved how they figured all of this out like and you were like they're kind of us watching this documentary is they're explaining stuff as we go on, go along with this, and how it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until the cops finally get involved, and oh, it was fantastic. It was, but you got to be a little careful there too. They also uh, had their wrong guy for a while. In yes, and most of the group was mob mentality. The the core group were like, "Whoa, whoa, relax. No, we don't think that's the guy. That's it. That's him. That's good. That's that's your comment section on the internet." That's, yeah. That's, Star Wars sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. not analyze it further. It's just not what I like. <sighs> yeah. Yep. But um, I, here's the weird thing is I uh, I stumbled upon the, what one 
what was it called? One crazy guy and one ice pick or something like that? Oh, or, one lunatic and one ice pick? Yeah. Yeah. I stumbled upon that years ago and watched a little bit of it. I'm like, oh, this is awful, whatever. And then halfway through this thing, I'm like, whoa, that's this guy. Like, because that was a thing back then. Like, the website that hosted that video got in trouble for hosting that video or whatever. And, like, I, because I remember when that happened. And I'm like, wow, this is, here's the actual full story of this. It was crazy. Wow. So. I yep. wouldn't know. I didn't seek out such things, Eugene. Oh, I don't even know what I was. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure what I would have possibly typed in to come up with one lunatic, one ice pick, but I'm guessing it was probably real gore. Let's see what real gore is out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that one you know site? Me. Rotten? Was that the one site that we used to look at pictures? Rotten.com, I think? Yeah, Rotten.com. Now it's best gore, which I think they actually Yeah, I think that's what it was. It yeah, was I think gore, it was best, gore something. Yeah, that's the site where you, you get all your beheadings and whatnot. Yep. Wee! Good morning. That's how I start my day with my coffee is a few beheadings. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, back to you. Um, okay, so... Um, oh, boy. I wanted to talk about... Um, uh, Harpoon. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, this is one that I bought for relatively cheap on Vudu. So it is available for you to watch, and I think that you should watch this. This is a horror comedy from this year, um, a brief hour and 23 minutes. Uh, <laughs> this is the true definition of what a horror comedy should be. Uh, three friends, and I use the term friends real loosely. Three people are on a yacht, and um, they hate each other, and they're trapped, and... Bad things happen. It's very bad things on a boat. Uh, I thought it was great. The acting was great. The twists were great. And for a movie that features only three people, I'm like, oh, how are they going to do this? And this is horror. I'm like, this isn't going to be gory enough for me. And uh, whatever. It's, I'm going to get bored. Nope. No. Nope. Was not bored at all. It was, it was great. And then the ending, uh, I would say that the ending is probably the funniest part of the movie, which is kind of a, I don't want to say twist, but one of those gotcha type things. Uh, and it was like, perfect. There we go. That's what I wanted to see happen. Just very bad things on a boat. Um, <laughs> I think you should check it out. It's fun. I, it, I hated those people. I hated all three of them, but it's not like a, it's not one of those movies where you hate them so bad that you're, it's not a fun time at the movies. You, Kind of like them, you know. Like you realize that they're they're all self indulgent pricks, but you you kind of like them. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. A little bit of the yeah. uh, uh, Black Christmas remake. Kind yes, of. that's exactly. But uh, yep, you should watch it sometime. I think that I can't imagine you wouldn't like it just for an hour and twenty minute time waster. Okay. Thing. Well, looks like our round ones are serious things. Uh, do a back-to-back of silly things like this, and then I'll do the same. Oh, okay. So, you want another one from for me? Yeah, something not too heavy. Oh, oh I've got plenty of those. <laughs> uh, Skinner. Let's talk about Skinner from last night. <sighs> this should be fun. Not. Uh, 1993, Severin Black uh, Friday special. So, i got to pick up... Uh, the admittedly cool-looking violence in a woman's prison from director Bruno Matai. 
and um, Death Warmed Up, an Ozploitation movie, and this, Skinner, directed by Ivan Nagy and starring Ted Raimi, Ricky Lake, and a porn uh, actress. What's her? Tracy Lords is in this. Awful. Just... Oh, that, we were texting back and forth, and I was like... <laughs> you just grabbed me. Happy, yeah, I was happy to be texting you. I'm like, oh, let's let's keep going because this movie is just ripping my life away from me. Just, oh. just you know Ted Raimi. You know how Ted yeah. Raimi looks. Okay, yeah, he's not, glass. he's not, whenever you say leading man Ted Raimi, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was in trouble. Like, like, oh, you're pasty and you got your round glasses on and you're a serial killer, but... <laughs> Eh, you're not selling it. You're movies are, not selling movies it. are supposed to say cameo Ted Raimi. Yes, cameo Ted Raimi. Makeup by, you know, prosthetic, be in a costume Ted Raimi. Not leading man, not serial killer. And he was. And his name is Dennis Skinner, hence Skinner. <laughs> um, Ricky Lake's awful in this as a woman doing things. Uh, Tracy Lords is in this that uh, I'm sure that she was much better in her porn than she was in this. In this 90s, just drab, flannel, oh, Ricky Lake looked awful. Just, oh, the dress she wore in this thing was just flowers and just a long, oh, it was oh so ugly and her hair was a, oh. <laughs> um, they were in, they were in some big house and he would go out and kill prostitutes and oh, in the beginning I'm like oh this is promising K- special effects by KNB effects I'm like okay and that is the only reason this gets one star is for a few gory bits that I'm like okay that was that was decent that was decent um did I mention that I I hate Ricky Lake <laughs> <laughs> all I need uh, to know is did it go back on the shelf or for sale <sighs> It's on the shelf. You, no, I don't even want to hear you complaining. Then. Oh, it's on the shelf. Ah, oh, it's Severin, and I collect their stuff. And you never know. Maybe in twenty years. <laughs> no, twenty years oh. we'll be watching things on a cube. Yeah, projects yeah. into the entire room. I really wish that you'd watch Skinner, though. I well, really. You, you've wish sold the shit out of it. I mean, damn. Uh, let me let me sign right up for that mess. Oh, and he's got his round like you know Ted Raimi's yes. round glasses. It's, it's yeah. the same glasses he's had since he yeah. was born. Yeah, because I'm sure that, like, in real, like, I bet that that's his prescription glasses, and they're like, just go with it. Just run with that. <laughs> Makes you look Pro- like an everyday man. Production mm-hmm. value. No, you look like a dork. You, you... <laughs> oh, and Tracy Lords is, she's skinned by the Skinner guy, and, oh. Oh, what I could have done for some actual hardcore, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I should trade this in or sell it. Because I'll never watch it again. Uh huh. What else has Ivan Nagy done? Oh, I don't know, but I'm sure you're going to review it here in a couple of weeks, and it'll be like Killer Man, starring Ted uh. Raimi and Clint Howard, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're t- cop, they're cop buddies, and oh, the wrong God. sides of the track, and they got to hunt down uh, uh, Lorenzo Lamas or something. <laughs> oh, Izzy Sleezes, casting couch cuties, all nude Athena, all nude Nikki, trailer trash. Tra- oh, for crying out! So loud. he's a porn director. Yes. Uh, but I would Im- imagine softcore, which is you know the the great oh, the value, classy, the classy, yeah, stuff. the classy stuff, like Skinner, <laughs> yeah. and Ricky Lake. Oh, if I never see her again in my life, I am. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, have... I come, I come out ahead. I come out a winner. 
Well, you will because you'll watch Skinner again in a couple years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll do a real quick back-to-back here of Marvel TV shows. Uh, the Runaways, or Runaways, I guess it's just called. After discovering their parents are supervillains in disguise, a group of teenagers band together to run away from their homes in order to atone for their parents' actions and to discover the secrets of their origins. This was originally a Hulu original show, which I never saw because I don't have Hulu, but now that Disney Plus is gathering in all of their properties, they pulled it over to there and I got to see season one. Season two is coming. And I can't wait to see it. This show was really good. Nice. I okay. enjoyed it. It's got a bit of teen angst in it, so you got to kind of roll with that a little bit. Uh, we're not we're used to that in the '80s for '80s kids and whatnot, but uh, maybe even '90s. But when it comes to millennials, which these guys are, you and I tend to eh, we're not the target audience. Yeah. Here, it didn't bother me. These people were they had their squabbles here and there, but it was not stupidity and annoying and irritating. You know, you got a group of misfit outfits that come together to fight their parents for fuck's sake. Um, every episode was something cool. Every episode had some cool special effects, had some cool conflict to the plot that was overarching for the season. And I never knew where it was quite going to go. I don't have all the answers of everything that happened. I don't know if that guy's an alien or they're mutants or what, but I enjoyed the show. Some, they, some get powers, some have weapons that have powers. It, it, and they don't always explain why, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to have it all spelled out, but I quite enjoyed this show. I couldn't watch it fast enough. That's all I cool. watched for, like, a week or so. Uh, the next one on Disney Plus that I had never got around to watching is The Inhumans, because that was on ABC. An isolated community of superheroes fights to protect themselves. And The Inhumans were introduced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's another, they're kind of like mutants, but I guess it was a spinoff of mutants because they sold some rights to Fox, you know, so you can't say mutant, but oh, there, were gotcha. in, there were in humans in the comic books that were mutants, but weren't mutants. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but they're more or less mutants. Anyway, they, a whole group of them left earth decades ago and got and teleported themselves to a community that they built under a dome on the moon. And so that's their living. And then there's some political strife, upheaval, and the good king and his company are trying to be overthrown by the evil brother, and he banishes them to Earth. And not just Earth, they go to um, to Hawaii, which is nice, because you got an exotic locale, but just drops them in the middle of the street. It's, uh, boom, here you go. Here's a giant dog, and here's, you know, people with powers, and all hell's breaking loose. And most of the show of this season was them finding each other in Hawaii, getting back together to form a group, fighting the bad guys, and making their way back to reclaim the throne. Quite enjoyed it. Totally serviceable. Some cool special effects. Since it's an ABC thing, your major network, now you know that it's going to be a little padded for commercials, and let's talk a little bit more, and a little more mainstreamy, which... uh, was annoying, whereas in Runaways, it's on Hulu, so they don't give a shit, so the kids are swearing, and uh-huh. you, you've actually got some violence. It's just, you can tell, when it's on ABC, NBC, CBS, you can tell. It's it's neutered, watered down a little bit. I still enjoyed the show, I'm not knocking it, it's just, coming off of Runaways, it, it could have just had a little more edge. Uh, but, 
I enjoyed it for what it was, and I I would watch another season of it. And who's the bad guy? The bad evil brother? It's what's his name here? Played by Ian Rowan, I think. Yeah, Ewan Rohion. Yeah, it's uh, it's Ramsay from Game of Thrones. Oh, Ramsay! Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah little fucker overthrowing. Now he's overthrowing, trying to overthrow his brother and. It's like, every time I see him, it's like, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sure he's mm-hmm. a perfectly nice person, but <laughs> uh, once again, he's playing that kind of role where it's like, you smarmy, smug little shit. I just want somebody to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, Ramsey Bolton. That's who he was. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both of those shows, but I'm looking forward to season two of Runaways more. But I'll watch season two of both. Cool. Uh, okay. One more round of something good, and then we'll be done. Something good? Okay, because I was I was ready to review Return to Return to Newcomb High Part Two, but oh, you, <laughs> if you, you don't want what? something good, then <laughs> I shouldn't review that. <laughs> Did you watch the first part again? To... No, I didn't. Yeah, and you don't remember um, how bad it was. Oh, it it couldn't possibly have been this bad. It was. It is. I yeah, I've watched it in the last oh. year. It's oh. awful. It was awful in the theater, but I wasn't gonna be a dick and yell at Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, this is awful. It's all right. If, if you want to do that or something no, good, or whatever, I want to end on a good note because even just thinking, because I, I hated it and I, I'm forgiving of trauma, but good God, that was bad. Um, so let's, oh, here we go. Bliss. I want to talk about Bliss real quick. Um, this is another one that uh, I had heard some good things about and it was really cheap on Voodoo. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go for it. Uh, I'm... On the fence on this one. I gave it a positive review. I don't know what you would think of it. I feel like you... I don't know. I, I'm truly... I have no idea where you would fall on this one. I haven't heard 20 it. minutes. What's it about? It's um, this, this uh, 20-something painter. She lives in an apartment in Los Angeles. And um, she's kind of got... I don't want to say writer's block. I'm not sure what the word is If when you're trying to paint and you just can't come up with... Her creativity is... is Stalled. Stalled. And um, she goes out partying, and I mean hard partying, and she does some drugs, some really, 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 really hard drugs, and that spurs her on to start painting, and then things just kind of spiral spiral out of control to where it's more and more and more drugs, and now murder is introduced into the mix, and it is... It's an unpleasant movie and it feels like the director, uh, Joe Bagos. It felt like he was trying to channel Gaspar Noy a bit in this. Like it felt kind of like, like one of his movies chaotic. Uh, I, I appreciated what he was trying to do. You know, those movies where, um, and uncut gems teetered on this line, but they didn't quite cross it, but where there's so much swearing that it's like, Okay, it's too much. Like, your people don't talk like that. Like, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. I was like, eh, ease up on the fucks. And it, I don't know, it was starting to feel not real. Like, uh, scripted. Take that away. This is, it's an interesting movie and very daring, I guess you could say, especially with the kind of sort of twist they take towards the end. Um... It looks like it was shot on film, but I I could be wrong. Um, it, it was something all right. It's disgusting. Like just 
ugly, ugly people, and ugly like inside, ugly, not whatever. They just devoid of souls. It seems. Oh, the amount of booze and drugs and sex and fluids, lots of fluids. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and this, the end, the way that they go with the end, I'm like, oh, 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 you're, okay, that's something. I felt dirty after watching. I mean, I felt just bad about myself. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're selling the shit out of this one, too. Like, wow, woof, can't wait to bathe in those juices. Yeah, oh, it was uh, STD-ridden, just riddled (laughs) with just hiv. Oh, it just sounds, it's like I can smell it. I can smell your review the way you could smell that movie, I think. Oh, just... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I own it. <laughs> I own it. Um, but yep, I, I'm going to get tested for something or other after that one. <laughs> oh, you definitely contracted some sort of HPV off of that. Oh, I Yeah, it was, I liked, uh, I think that if you could stick with the beginning and just how unpleasant our lead character is, the last 20 minutes are pretty cool with wh- where things go, but, uh, eh, bliss. Just, <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> there you go. That's it. Okay. Last one for me is a documentary from Disney Plus that I believe was up for Oscars. I need to look into this. And I finished it up at like three o'clock in the morning because I woke up and the dog was whining and wouldn't let me sleep for whatever reason. I don't know what the dumb bitch wants, but she just sits there and goes, mm-hmm, like, <laughs> What do you want? I, leave me alone. Uh, whatever. I guess I'm going to finish watching Free Solo from 2018. Uh, Alex Honnold, I don't know how to say his name, attempts to become the first person to ever free solo climb El Capitan. This was a great documentary. I highly recommend it. I definitely think you should check it out. You and the wife, I think. It, perfect. It, oh, it, and big screen. Big screen. I think this was on IMAX's. Oh, cool. And it might make you nauseous on an IMAX. It might push you over the edge. Just watching it on my 50-inch, my knees were shaking. Uh, we've talked about free climbing before. I watched another documentary where these guys do free climbing. And I believe that I said they're suicidal. I don't care what you... People want to say, oh, they're thrill seekers, or they're adrenaline junkies, or Whatever. Y'all can say that kind of stuff, but uh, if you do this kind of thing, you there's a little part of you that wants to die, that I, I believe is suicidal, because this is not rational. Yeah. It's one thing to jump out of an airplane with a parachute, and, you know, that's taking a risk. Climbing a mountain with ropes is taking a risk. There are now guys that are doing skydiving without parachutes. Have you seen this shit? Where what? They, they they jump out of airplanes without parachutes and land in giant nets that are held up with cranes. You have one shot to make the target. Oh, a couple a couple of guys have done this. It's, it's a thing. Okay. Those guys are suicidal as well. There's a little part of you that wants to die, and with so I'm going into this movie with that mindset, and then I meet Alex and we talk to him and we learn about his his life is and his family and it's very focused on him and I realize that. He actually might not be because I personally, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying this as a criticism. I'm just saying this as somebody who I think is objective. I think he might be on the spectrum somewhere of, uh, and they said his dad might have been Asperger's or, you know, and he might be a little autistic or something. Uh, and I really feel that way. I really do. So for him, it, I don't think that 
inside him he wants to die or is suicidal. He does it because it makes him feel good. Uh, there's a there's a part of the production here where he's you know they most of the movie is him mapping the route to get up the face of El Capitan, and we're talking okay. pushing three thousand feet, I think, in the air. This is one of the biggest cliff faces in in the United States, if not the world, and difficult as all hell. I mean, we're climbing on glass. There's a there's a certain section of it where there is nothing to hold on to. It's one flat glass surface against another 90 degree corner, but in the corner there's a gap so you can squeeze your hands in there. So you put your feet up against the one glass surface and as hard as you shove your hands in and pull back, that's how much uh, traction your feet have. So your upper arm strength is all that gives you feet traction. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you got to do that for like 1500 feet straight up. Oh. You know what I mean? Like there's not, and, and you, when I say footholds and handholds and you see they have zoomed in close what he is holding on to, it's not footholds and handholds. It's just a gradient that is 1% off of vertical that he is able to get his toe thing to hang on to for a second. It's nuts. But the reason why I say that I don't think he is suicidal is because there was a certain point uh, when he's finally going to do the trip and they leave at three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning and you know you got to start in the dark so that you can finish in time for the daylight and he's he's 480 feet up or something like that the first leg of it and you're like oh that's nothing because it goes up 3,000 feet you know what it's like to be 400 feet in the fucking air <laughs> I mean the tallest roller coaster at Cedar Point is like 300 feet and when you're on top of that thing I'm shitting my Scared pants sh- yeah me too now imagine <laughs> being 180 feet above that which is a, a 200 feet above the Statue of Liberty and you're on a sheer rock face. Well, he got up to that Oof. point and he stopped and he radioed down and he said, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm calling it. Everybody was, well, that was another concern that everybody had is with all the cameras here and everything is, is he going to try and do something that would be unsafe? Like, yeah. because he feels obligated. And he got to that point and he was like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. And I actually grabbed a part of a, I think he said he grabbed a part of a rope that had been there or a, a, whatever those things they shoot in the rock. He said he had grabbed one and he didn't feel like it would be legit now. And he just wasn't feeling it. And he climbed back down. And I said, cool. I said, you know what? I have a lot of deep respect for that. And so then here's now, here's where we get a little bit of filmmaking problems is because they were saying, you know, you don't have to tell us, you don't have to tell us when you're going to do it. It doesn't have to be us all over you doing it, you know, because he feels nervous with everybody watching. Usually he does it by himself with nobody watching. Uh, just take your time, do whatever you got to do. And so, uh, like a year later, he comes back and they they discuss it a little bit here and there. But then at a certain point, they're like, Alex is going, Alex is going, he's going to like, guys, we know that, you know, it's not, it's not like you're camped out outside his house. And even if you are okay, okay, maybe they're camped outside his house. Maybe they're camped outside of the base camp of El Capitan and they caught him. But at a certain point, He's halfway up this thing, and you got cameras ten feet away from his head. Hmm. You you know you're trying you're almost and I, and they don't explicitly say it or anything, but I felt like they were trying to sell like we caught up to him or you know we're just uh-huh. showing him naturally or there were, and then when he's getting close to the top, there's these shots that could not be attained by I'm telling you there's I, I highly doubt they were done by drones because it's too high. It had to be helicopters. It had to be. Yeah. You're telling me that I mean, that you, makes a lot of noise. You know, it's 
come on, they, they sold it a little bit like, we're just, this is all natural, isn't it amazing, we're catching him in his natural state. Like, no, this is still pretty planned out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have people hanging off the side of the cliff with cameras in his face to get... All that being said, if you can ignore... Only us dorks are gonna think about the technical side of that kind of stuff. For everybody else, they're just gonna be grasping onto their arm of the chair trying not to fall out of it while you watch some of the amazing shots they got of him free climbing this thing. It's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Highly recommend. Again, okay. well, I'd say this would be top of the year, but this is 2018. This would probably be in my top of 2018. This cool. was fantastic. It's on Disney+. Plus. I think you find it under the National Geographic section. Uh, but Is this one that I could watch with the boys or... I Hold on. Let me check here. I'm on IMDb. I... I I want to say yes, it's PG-13, but I want to check and see if there's language. Because a lot of times I don't hear language. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, I know. It's... I would absolutely watch it with Addy. Let me see here. Profanity, 6 of 11 found. Severity, mild, 6, 3 moderate, 0 severe. So what, is, what does moderate mean? Just tell me what it's... Oh, you gotta have an, be an IMDb Plus subscriber. To uh-huh. Get what? Okay, go back. I love it when I click back and it just sits there. Ooh. What should I do? Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Not, I mean, frightening and intense sequences. Yeah, I bet your ass. Uh, the other thing, I mean, might be a little intense. They talk about other climbers that have died. And and that's the thing. They You know that they wouldn't make this if he died. Or if, it is they, true, they, yeah. They probably wouldn't have the footage um, or release it. Because it would just be him dropping out of frame, and that'd be it. But, uh, yeah, through this thing, they talk about uh, to other climbers, and they're like, yeah, you know, I've now got to the point where I'm, I'm, you know, 30, and I know 20 or 30 guys who have died doing this, who I was friend- friendly with, and it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, you had said that one of your buddies said the girlfriend's obnoxious or something. I didn't have a problem with her, really. Okay. There, I mean, there's a certain point through there where, you know, she talks to him about why he wants to do this. And I mean, all her, all her concerns seemed reasonable to me and she wasn't being bitchy. She wasn't saying, you can't do this or I don't, you know, she was never abrasive. Uh, she showed some concern here and there, but the more you get to know Alex, the more you would show concern. The dude seems like he's on the spectrum. He does not answer questions normally. He does not react to things normally. Yeah. It's so, you know, I have a little bit of leeway with that. Uh, anyway, there you go. Free solo. I recommend it. You should check it out. Yep. It's on my to watch list on uh, Disney plus. In fact, I actually, I almost hit play on it last, this last Sunday. And the only reason I didn't is because, because I wasn't sure what the content would be. And then there was a, there was something on, um, national geographic, which is a part of Disney plus now. And it was something with these, these, uh, High school kids, uh, well, what's it called? Science fair, I think. And they're just brilliant kids from around the world, and they all come up with these cool things that get them into the science fair. And I thought, oh, our, my boys should like that. And <laughs> bored. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's mainly just you know teens talking about their cool inventions, but a lot of the cool inventions are like health related stuff, or it's not like. Yeah. I build a lightsaber, a real lightsaber that can slash through trees. I mean, it's not that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, ah, you're bored. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get you. 
Having said that, though, um, something else on Disney Plus that I have a feeling that you've either watched or know about. Tron, um, the cartoon. I forget what it's called. I watched a season of that, yeah. Well, uh, there's, I think there's only one season, but oh, we watched the first two episodes and we're, including myself, like the boys and I were just like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Oh, really? I, I, Tron Uprising? Yes. Yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched that whole season and it was, it was all right. I mean, oh, I, is... I was into it at first, but then as it went on, I was like, eh, all right. I mean, it's, it's still cool, but it's, it's, the thing that annoyed me is it seemed as though they were unaware of the first two Tron movies. So let's ex- let's discover Tron and explain the world again. It was like, I already know what it is. Yeah, it's just just do it. But we had to learn it with our characters. Eh, it was fine. It was fine. I like all things Tron. Yeah. Oh, the boys they are itching to watch those movies, and I think that it it my boys are different. Like even those first two episodes of Tron, I could tell that Lucas was a little like, uh, this is kind of starting to freak me out. So I don't. I know what you mean. My youngest, he, he Monsters Inc. is a little much for him, and he. I try and push some stuff on him because, yeah. Same with Addie. I try and push her at at certain levels. I, I'm not saying let's watch Friday the Thirteenth because I know she'll hate it. But yeah, yeah, we're watching it. Oh, we didn't even finish it. Chapter two, did we? I don't. I don't no, think we did. no, you haven't. <laughs> Still waiting for her to be around. Holidays. Uh huh. She's off to Christmas, New Year's, number fourteen, whatever, right now. So, uh, with the boys, I don't know. The problem is that the older stuff they don't like, and the way you tell them about Tron, if you're going to watch the movies with them, you say, "Look, the first one is ninety minutes that feels like two and a half hours, and the second one is two and a half hours that feels like ninety minutes." Yeah, because that's how it goes. Yeah, I haven't watched the original Tron in so many years, and I like it, but I do, you're right. I do remember every time I watch it, it's like, come on, let's go. Yep, but I made Addie watch it before she could watch the new one. Did Sorry. she like it? Nah, I'm meh. <laughs> but she loves the new one. Yeah. But you got to watch that one so that you have the respect of the, the character, in my opinion. Yeah. Of, of, you know, he was trapped in there all that time. And he was the guy who invented this world, and, you know, it, it's there's a lot of character that was set up in that first movie. Even if you hate it and the special effects, it's only 90 minutes. You watched worse shit than this. Just, it gives you the background. Yeah. So that you can respect the second one, in my opinion. Okay, we're running long again. Let's do Coming Soon Wrap Up. Okay, uh, Coming Soon for me is <laughs> Violence in a Woman's Prison. How can that not be great? Um, oh, Star Wars A New Hope is going to be tonight. Um, what else do I have on the Two Evil Eyes, which is a Blu-ray that mom, or Two Evil Eyes that my mom yeah, bought me for. sure she did. I yeah. <laughs> two Evil Eyes was the thing that she birthed you with. Yeah. <laughs> she, yes, she did. Uh, no, the, uh, my wife got me Two Evil Eyes for Christmas, and it's a, yeah, George Romero. Hey, you watched this one already. Yep, yep. Uh, what else do I have pulled out on the stack? Um... Well, yeah, it's science fiction month, so I'm going to be watching all sorts of science fiction. I mean, Pandorum, probably, AVP, AVP Requiem, um, might do, not going to do the new Predator movie, but might do one of the older Predator movies. We'll see. Um, uh, there's a couple movies that I discovered on uh, Amazon Prime that fall under the science fiction category. One's called uh, Starfish. 
And um, I actually found there is a a remake of Forbidden World, the Roger Corman movie that is just awesome. And it's called Dead Space, and it stars uh, Crampton, uh, Brian Crampton. Uh, Brian Crampson. I'm sure he gets or, or Crampson, whatever. Krampus, called whatever his name is. Uh, but he's in that. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. Oh. <laughs> I'm just afraid I'm going to start breaking out into hives and start sneezing just looking at this big beast. Dammers. Okay. He down. likes you. Get down, you big bitch. It's all right. Yes, thank you for being on the show. You can mm-hmm. go away now. Who let you in? Oh, because they left the door open. And they didn't get uh-huh. the laundry ball away from the dog either. Brilliant. Uh, coming soon for me is science fiction. Yep. Um, probably some Star Wars in there. And I already mentioned some of the other sci-fi stuff I'm going to watch. Uh, Last Starfighter, that Blu-ray's been sitting there for a while. Maybe it's time to force that on the boys. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the new Star Wars movie, I, that's one of my goals for the week. And like I said, I'm going to be on vacation, so Lord only knows. I'm sure I'll be buried in my laptop at some point as she goes to bed at 10 o'clock, and I'll be like, I want to watch something and have some drinks in the apartment, and you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, that's about it for me. Okay. Well, have have a safe trip, Dr. Jones. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Pack the uh, life raft. Yeah, um. the, the way home will be the nervous one, but... Yeah. <laughs> and hey, at least they're only calling for... Well, I'm glad, kind of glad that party got canceled because they're calling for freezing rain tonight. Of course, it's been 60 oh. degrees, but now it's like, let's go to Florida. Here comes the freezing rain, so we're going to get delayed at the airport, and it's going to be a whole uh, uh, friggin' planes, trains, and automobiles thing just to get home from Cle. I just know it. It, it. We're not even, if we make it to Florida, I'll be amazed. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Great. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Uh-huh, nice. uh-huh. I just, again, I just didn't imagine goats walking around chickens and <laughs> you don't imagine it. You know it to be because that's yeah. how it is when you fly those. Oh, I, it is. It is. It's literally flying for me is a bad experience at the theater, but just drug out to like five hours of just, <laughs> Sick people and talking. It's just awful. Just awfulness. <laughs> yep. Body odors. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, it'll be great. I just I just want to get on the plane. When I'm on the plane, I'll be relaxed. Yep. Then, then I'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yep. For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> Some weird Indian guy shows up and you've been sent by... Yeah. I gotta retrieve uh, some stones now for somewhere yeah, retrieve in a couple Mississippi. Of big, big, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how this trip goes on next podcast, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I assume there will be one. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping to have an episode up this week. I'm taking the files along with me. Okay. Uh, but I'll yeah. be on vacation, so we'll see. And if not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, prepare for your new co-host, Mr. Stephen Miller, heading your way, maybe. We'll see. Oh, 50-50 great. chance. All right. Well, I guess I'll upload this file to, you know, um, <laughs> Dropbox in case I don't make it. You can edit it. <laughs> hey, you better you better come back in one piece there, buddy. <laughs> That's a All lot right. of work. Yeah, I know. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you next week, maybe. Yep. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. See ya. 
Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.